beats fire. It's probably one of the hottest beats that I've fucking heard in a while, dude. Yeah. Like, I was surprised on how good this is. Different, too. Yeah. I like it. There's no hook. Just fucking burn straight through and shit. You listen, little baby. Yeah, I've been getting into this shit, little. Dude, I'm fucking old as fuck too. <laughs> no Tony today. Fucking lagging on me. Welcome everybody. Simple ass podcast episode. I think we're at sixty four or something. That's a lot of it's a lot of episodes. You think so? Yeah. We had a little high headed. We took a little break. Uh, I think we we're out for like four or five months, and then um, dude, we lost a lot of like followers and shit when we yeah. did that, dude. I think consistency is a big deal. Oh, welcome everybody. Hold on real quick. Welcome everybody. Episode Simple Ass Podcast episode sixty four. We have the CEO owner. Entrepreneur, yes. I don't know all the lists you can fucking man of all <laughs> oil field worker and shit. You know what I mean? You can add them to the list. Yeah. Uh, shot by Dame. Shot by Dame. Media in the house today, Thank which you. is all intents and purposes my cousin also too. So sure. just so Thank you for disclosure. having me. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for coming in, cuz filling in for Tony. I don't know what happened to Tony, so he got lost. So we'll have to find him. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be back next week. So, well, what's up, cuz? What you doing, man? Not much, man. Not much, just. How how's how's it going with the uh, okay? Let's get to the music real quick. We're talking about yeah, little yeah. baby. I I like him. Yeah, I, and then like I'm too old to like him. I think. Nah, you I, know it, what I mean. It's crazy because I feel like um, I think every new artist that comes out, it almost feels like a, you know how they say like everybody's mumble rapper. Right. And his voice sounds like a mumble rapper, but he don't really mumble. Right. Like you can actually listen. Like if you listen to him, you can actually hear and understand what he's saying. But I think he builds on you. I think he has to build on you. I don't think like you could just immediately listen to him and just be like, he's dope. Yeah. I think you have to like listen to a few of his songs, and, like really get in and be like, okay, this guy's pretty. That's that's real, dude. Because like I was like that song we just played. You like you actually listen to the lyrics. I was like, damn, he's actually going hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not like a lot of repeat and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the baby too. I don't know. If there's a yeah. difference between them, mm-hmm. but I like his cadence. Yeah. The way he raps. A lot of shit. people say that he sounds like he's talking. Right. Like, he's like a real deep voice. Right. But um, I was the same way with him. And I heard Dub Baby, I was like, like, who's this dude? And then like I listened to his album called Kirk. Yeah. And it was dope. And, and it sounds like he don't he don't just talk about street stuff. Like he talks about his life, his family, and right. stuff like that. I'm like, it's pretty dope. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's there's a few rappers that are still coming up that are young that are still you're still able to listen to and feel like you're not getting the same right, you know, just bullshit. I know. And then that's what me and Tony were talking about last week was like, are we getting are we like old uh, get off my lawn people and shit you know what i mean (laughs) like fuck this new Mm right i think that's where tony's at you know i don't want to speak for him but where it's like he just when you get to a certain age dude where you don't get it yeah i guess like our generation like our parents didn't get tupac and biggie and shit they didn't Mm -hmm. get it you know what i mean but um i think also like the the lifestyles and those eras were different right right um and like it's much more flossy now yeah, yeah. Before it was like you talked about your struggle and stuff, and like now you're having kids who are rapping like at 17, 18. Yeah. And are they really going through that? So talk like, about pregnant bitches in France or yeah, some shit. Yeah, you know, shit. most of the stuff they're talking about is drugs and pills and clubs and money, and that's all they really want to do. So it's almost like, right. If they were to talk about other stuff, it's like, are they even being real about it? But yeah, is it just a show? That's part yeah. of it because it's just too much show. Mm-hmm. For and sure. then that's kind of why I think the knock on like DJ Khaled is he's talented. He fucking um he uh he does some good music, dude. But like, yeah, it's always we the best DJ like it's yeah. in your face. People don't want to listen to that. They're just like <laughs> right. Yeah, you get fucking like it gets put off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what's up with the business, man? How you guys, you staying busy? I got some questions for you because yeah, you're yeah. you're a photographer. You do all kinds of shit. I just seen you you did a collab with the field. Yeah, yeah. Those you know guys, who they are? I've I've seen their clothing around. Okay, I yeah, see, yeah. They're pretty popular around town. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty popular. Um, I don't know if I like their stuff too much. I'm gonna be honest, but uh-huh. it's popular. <laughs> so, oh. It's it just seems like uh, simple to me. Yeah. I thought they could, you know what I mean? But hey, they're fucking cracking. You see them everywhere. I see all kinds of people wearing their shit. So good yeah. for them, man. You know what I mean? Good little hustle for here in Bakersfield. But I seen you did with that. My thing is like, you so you do weddings. You do all that shit. Like, what kind of shit do yeah. you do? So, so I think that's like a big thing. It's, it's dope that you asked that because, um, because one, I think when I started photography, video, and stuff, like, um, 
most of the YouTube stuff that I looked up and most of the professionals will tell you, like, you have to find a niche. Like, um, you're not going to be good at everything or don't do everything. Find one thing you're good at and then go for that, you know? So when I started, I started doing kids because that's the only thing that people would really let me do because I was just trying to learn. Then I was doing families and I was doing friends. And yeah, but now I do do a lot of weddings. I do a lot of engagements, maternities. But I also like, you know, I, I grew up doing music and stuff. Right, right. So I like I like a lot of like, like commercial stuff, you know, like right. stuff that you see on commercials from Nike and, you know, right. so like I have a love for that, too. So there's like I want to do shoots like that, like you've seen with Manifest um, in the field, like in studio shots of dudes and girls and kind of just, you know, showing off merch or like stuff outdoors or whatever. Right. Um. I feel like I have a love for that too, outside of just doing like the wedding stuff, the weddings and the stuff, family portrait stuff. Exactly. So I feel like, and then I also feel like I'm, I give, I get more creativity, more freedom of creativity for that. That's interesting too, because like you said, you came, you used to do music. I went to a couple of your shows where you're doing music. Yeah. Fucking, it was dope shit, man. And uh, I remember like that's what's good. Like, so you get to be also creative. Yeah. With your the media that you're doing, not just. Because a lot of times the family porches are kind of the same poses. It, it gets fam- really repetitive. The, right. Yeah. The wedding stuff's repetitive. Yeah. Um. So you get to do these collabs where you can be creative with other uh, junctures and shit, mm-hmm. I guess. For you sure. Know what I mean, that's and, pretty interesting. Dude. And I feel like um, because a lot of people will say, if you like if you, you can go to my Instagram and you'll never know that I do like commercial stuff or. Right. Because I really don't, I guess. I wouldn't even say promote it, but I really don't post too much of it. And if I do post, it's on my story. So it's gone within like 24 hours. Right. So I don't, I don't think when people look at my page, they're like, oh, this guy could do anything else. Right. You know, and I I really don't want to be that person because I love doing whatever I could that sparks my creativity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be just stuck. Like like you said, I've I've done tons of weddings now and I love doing them. But then sometimes it's just like people don't, sometimes people book you because either your price or a certain thing, but they don't really allow you to get creative. They're just like, look, this is what I want. These are the photos I want. And that's it. Right. So it's almost like they kind of just like. Well, I mean, especially like some like with the wedding dude like it happens once you spend so fucking much money on it mm-hmm. you don't want some dude fucking being weird and shit yeah, you know what i mean sure, especially yeah. don't know you Definitely. you know what i mean like if you're like uh like if i didn't know you i booked you you're like well what if we did some you know some weird creative shit that you're yeah. not vibing you're like uh they're just like it's my wedding you yeah know what I'm they're like we trying to do all that shit you know what I'm like it's my wedding like I'm not trying to be experiment like speaking of wedding what kind of horror stories do you have dude i know you got mm-hmm. some I have to imagine. Um, you, oh, you know, I'll tell you a story real quick. My photographer, my wedding, dude. So check this out. This was old film, right? Damn. He did everything film. That's so scary. So he had uh, 12 rolls he went through, okay? He ended up, he fucked up, dude, and he redid like three of the rolls in a row. Or I ended up only getting like three rolls of film for my wedding, dude. Damn. And how Out many, of the 12 he took. How many pictures is that? It's like a hundred? Fuck, like not even, dude. It was like seven, like, no. I ended up going and getting like 36 pictures or something like that. Damn. Something weird. He fucked up where he kept re he reused the same rolls over and over. Yeah. And oh he my fucked God. up, dude. So I mean, that's like a horror story for me. Yeah. I was like, so we got very limited. We most of our wedding pictures are like people that because I think what we did, we did uh no, we didn't do that. Most of the pictures were from everybody else that was there, dude. Oh, okay. So, so he was just getting whatever pictures he could, and then the ones that were you guys just didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, dude. Like, it is uh, funny, like, most of them are just, like, he did a lot of pictures, like, Angie dressing and stuff. Yeah. That's, like, most of what we got. Dude. Okay, so he doesn't get really Nothing. a lot of you. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I I don't really have horror stories on my side, but, I like, I've been at weddings that were kind of, um, there was, I, could, I mean, as a photographer, the crazy <laughs> part is you see everything that goes on. Right. And, and I'm one of those people who could see. Because you're sober, too, probably. Yeah, you're sober. <laughs> you're looking almost from the outside in. And, um. You notice everything. And I'm a type of person who can catch a vibe or can kind of get a feeling right. that something's going on. Right. And um, so there was like a, a wedding that was, this wedding was crazy, though, because like they literally booked me two days before the wedding happened. Oh, shit. Their their photographer had canceled and they had got recommend re- recommended to me from somebody. Anyways, we now we went out there and Mikey went with me. And um, the bride was I guess she wasn't really a bridezilla, but um. <laughs> So usually what I do is like when they're getting ready, I get pictures of her with her right. bridesmaids and stuff like that. And then you go and you get some of the guys. Well, the guy wanted to take pictures with his family, his mom and stuff like that. So she was still getting ready. We were done. We took pictures with them. And then like I went back over there. And she was just like, 
um, where was the groomsman at? And I was like, oh, we're right here taking pictures um, with his mom. She was like, with his mom? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, wow, of course. And I was like. Or like freaking you in the middle of it? Yeah. And I was like, was I not supposed to like do pictures with them and their mom? And um, it was it was kind of like, it was kind of weird because I felt like, uh, like that's his mom, first of all. You right. know what I'm saying? And then why are you mad about it? And then like you could tell her vibe was completely off the rest of the night. Like completely, and even that, like during this, um, after the ceremony at the reception, they were like in the corner arguing. I'm talking about like she was like in his face yelling, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but she was like the whole night just kind of like, like the vibe was off. Dude, how do you fight on your wedding night? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's nuts. Like and, you just took the vows. <laughs> <laughs> you literally yeah, thirty man. minutes ago just took fucking vows. You're, that's a if that's not a fucking sign right there, dude. I don't know what is. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then um. I had an, another one that this one was kind of my, my part, but I really didn't miss anything, but it was kind of scary because um, it was when I first started. And a lot of people say like, you're not supposed to shoot weddings unless you second shot for somebody or, and then another one is like a real bad thing to do is shoot a wedding without two cameras. Is that, is that one of those things like where it's fucking like, is that like, there's, is there things behind that? Like science behind it? Or is this one of those fucking people will just want you to start from the bottom of Yeah, it's exactly it's like what, that it is. what it is. Yeah, this it's is like, like being the, the new guy in the old fields, huh? Like put your time in. Yeah, put, the, put yeah. your work in and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, but I did shoot with the only one camera and I was doing like, it was it was cool because it was the very end of the, the wedding and I was doing the cake cutting. They were doing the cake cutting and I was getting the picture of the cake cutting and my, my camera blacked out. Oh, shit. And so I'm like, like mid, like holding the camera and they're like posing and I'm just like acting like I'm taking pictures and I'm trying to figure out, you know, like, like what's going on. And so I found him just like, I just like, I just gave him thumbs up. Like, you're good. I didn't get the picture. And so I immediately went down. It was actually my lens. So I, I, I took off my lens and replaced it really fast. And then they were still there kind of like in the area. And I was like, Hey, can I get one more? Just one more. And they're like, yeah. So we went back and took another one. But, but um, so maybe it's something, there is some fucking something that, behind that. Yeah, for sure. I think, shit, huh? the, I think I, I, I don't like that. Like a photographer would tell you never to do that. Because if you don't ever do that, and like you have to spend a lot of money on two cameras, Fuck so yeah. I mean, you won't even get experience before you spend four thousand dollars, five thousand um, dollars. Yeah. But uh, if you're shooting one camera, just like be super cautious or borrow somebody's or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I wouldn't say never to do it. But uh, it's definitely like it's definitely perks to have are you, two. Cameras. Are you all self taught? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. didn't go to any photography classes, nothing <laughs> like that. I went to BC. Thought I signed up for like a portrait class and I signed up for like a landscape class, uh -huh. which is like you just take pictures of mountains and yeah. stuff. Um, and I went to that. It was like a little course for like, I think, uh, probably two months. And it was just like a bunch of really, really old people. <laughs> and they just like they just they just shown off how much they hate like younger people. <laughs> they just like all they did in there was like talk about mountains and stuff and scenic views and then how like new kids who have ruin, ruining the world yeah, shit. ruining photography and they don't know what it's they're gonna doing be me like in 10 years <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so you're also just youtube and tutorial shit like that yeah most fucking... of it was most of it was youtube um i reached out to a few photographers back then and like nobody really will like even speak to you kind of um they speak to me now though like a lot of people like i bet they do that's why now i'm like it, it sucks that it, like I think all, and that's the reason I do like workshops for newer photographers. And yeah, I, I remember I ran into you here. Yeah. yeah. And I try to help out because I felt like when I was like trying, like, like people no... really don't want you to. Right. I don't, and, and it's weird because and it's mostly older people and they feel like you're competition. But now that I'm like established, I feel like there's not, there's way too much work for me. Right. No matter how much I want nobody else to have. You know, if everybody booked me, you can't. You can't even take that much work. And I imagine, dude, it's, it's like anything else. It's the grind. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, sure, you're the new hot photographer, but to, like, it's like what they say is like earning earning straight A's is easy. Keeping the straight A's is what's hard. Yeah, you mm -hmm. get what I'm saying. For like, sure. That like a lot of people want to get up to that level, and they get there, and as soon yes. as they get there, they they fall off. Yeah. They don't see the work that it takes to keep keep uh keep it up yeah definitely. you know what i mean it takes even more work to kind of keep up what mm -hmm. you built right for sure i think that's that might be what a reason too they might feel like if they're at a certain level and they're not they're like at a plateau right right if other people are coming in and they just see something a little bit different they're feeling like maybe that's coming stepping into their you know their what, what got you into photography what made you because i know you were doing music and uh, shit you've been in the patch just as long as i have I yeah think, man huh? well mm -hmm. you were close to 15 years now 12, 13, going on 13. 13 years, mm -hmm. huh? Are you still doing it? Um, both of us? Yeah. Nah, I quit. Did you really? Yeah, finally quit. Fuck. So, Dude, um, you're living the motherfucking dream, cuz. 
I, I, yeah, I get you. No, that's crazy because I always talk about Matt like on my podcast. Like, bro, that's like been one of my biggest goals since like 2017. To be independent, like just, just to just to be like pretty much seven 2018. As soon as I had my son, I realized like I wasn't home enough, dude, and stuff like that. And I, um, that was like my biggest. Like, people were like, "What's your goal?" And it's like it's not about money. It's not about anything. It's like I want freedom, like time. I want right. my time back because like. If you you've worked there, and I'm pretty Fuck sure, yeah. If you're you're a truck driver too, so I can imagine how how much time you're away from. Dude, home. I haven't had dinner at home during the week in two months. And you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I don't think I think people feel like it's normal because that's what almost a lot of people do, right? A lot of people will right. just work these crazy amount of hours, and they're like, "Look, I got to pay bills," and we do. And that's that was my biggest thing. Is like, I understand that we have to pay bills, but I also realize like. I'm gonna miss a lot of time with my son growing up, right? Because he's learning everything from his grandmothers and people who are babysitting him more than he's learning from me. Man. Because I get like three hours a day with him, right? You know, I get home by five thirty. I'm I'm gone by five in the morning, right? I go home at five thirty. He's falling asleep like at nine. You're fucking falling asleep at nine thirty. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's <laughs> like to work at five. To me, I'm like, I don't get home at five thirty, and boom, all time goes to him. We gotta eat. We gotta shower. We gotta take care of things. We got How bills. We got we got so many errands to run during the week. And like, if you got all this stuff to do, like, what are you really doing with them? You know, and and I really felt like that hit me at a point where like it was weird. Like I had epiphany or something. Like no, 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 you know? I get it, I get it, cuz. And um, so I, I feel like that was my dream. And as of right now, it's like I'm living it still, but I'm still trying to get used to like what, I, like what is my structure? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, weird. well, because you don't have anybody telling you what to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've, I've so, been so exactly. Fucking, we go through school. Yeah. You're supposed to go to college and get a job. You got some boss telling you to show Every, up. It's every always like day. exactly. Now it's on you. Yeah. Like now you got to fucking you. You don't show up. You don't get paid. Dude. Yeah. You don't hustle. You don't get paid. That's that's what's weird about it. You that's used exactly to someone telling mm-hmm. you what to do. Shit. You know, I I just had the you know my my youngest baby a couple of years, uh, well shit he's a year and a half now, and I started to realize that like what am I like I've done this fucking twenty years working yeah. these hours and shit crazy hours and shit, and yeah you know, I'm starting to get to the same point where it's like where is the the balance for sure where the time versus money because mm-hmm. I make good money and I but all I do is fucking blow it like. If I literally, I could probably quit and then my wife could probably pay all the bills. Yeah. I could just be at home. If Mm -hmm. we, I mean, it'll be tight, but I like that fucking money. I like to go to Vegas and spend money and I like to fucking buy car parts or cars and stupid shit. You know what I mean? That's a big part too is like, like we, we also like, and and that's a lot of people talk about how like, you know, uh, money and everything. It's like, you do a lot of stuff with money though. You know, you take your family on family trips. You Right. You go things that you like to enjoy, and that's not free. You know, it's just exactly. not. So you could talk about like you know money ain't everything and stuff, but it's like it, you you need money to to enjoy your life sometimes, because um, it's only um, so much you can do at home and just be like oh we're a family and we're happy here. Yeah. Like Netflix can't do it for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I understand <laughs> you that for sure. See the world because yeah. that's important too. You know what I mean? You, you especially with kids, you gotta let them see the world and explore and. Uh, learn things on their own, like Definitely. learn experiences. You know, mm-hmm. I think you learn a lot more <clears throat> from experiences than you do like education wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. You learn the math, the numbers, the, how to add it. What should I, I still ain't good at math, dude. This morning <laughs> we're fucking measuring the bathroom. We're getting the bathroom remodel. Yeah. And I don't know how to fucking do is like figure out a square root of a wall. <laughs> like I can't even figure. Angie's like, you just fucking multiply it. I was like, all right, well multiply it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, dude. Like yeah. fucking math. I, I could tell you history about World War II and shit, how the Germans fucked up the well, right by attacking Russia and not keeping to the Western. I could tell you all that shit, yeah. but fucking get a score of how much tiles you need for the floor. I can't bro, do that shit. I'm the same way. Like we we redid, we redid everything in here. And bro, I'm literally just a hand. <laughs> like I was like, yo, y'all gotta tell me exactly what to do. If not, like, bro, I'm gonna put these things on the fucking roof. <laughs> like, but um, what what got you into the photography? What like why photography? Not like why fucking anything else? Uh, anything paint? Why don't you get into painting or some shit? Or is it like mm-hmm. you just see the money option in it more? No, so so what actually got me into is I wanted to do video. Oh, okay, same thing came right. from the music thing. You know, it's like I, I have like these ideas of like what kind of videos you can shoot, and I like motion and just creating something that you come up with. I think I've always been a person who like wanted to create something that you actually thought of, and then do it. And sometimes it's not cool, but sometimes it's dope, you know? Um, but then when I went to go buy a camera for video, video cameras are a lot more expensive. <laughs> like a lot more expensive. 
And Girl, so, never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I went over there and they're like, oh, this don't shoot video. And then I'm like, so which one does? And they're like, come check this one out. And I'm like, it's like a $2,000 difference. I was like, never mind. You know, so uh, I was like, let me try this camera, see if I even like it. Right. And that's exactly what happened. I bought a, I bought a photo camera and that shit sat there for like six months. I was just not into it. And then one day um, after I got married, right after my wedding, I was like, no, let me see if I can just pick, like learn something, you know? And then that's when I actually started learning slowly. And and then now I'm pretty much getting into video now. Right. I mean, it took some time, but that's helped me build up enough clientele and people to keep me busy and actually making money off of it. And now I'm able to like buy all the stuff that I want to do. So Yeah. Hmm. But that's pretty much how I started off, man. Like it, it was supposed to be video, honestly. Right. Man. I always had this idea of like remaking music videos. Yeah. Like I think like I hear a song and I imagine like a music video in my head, dude. Like, yeah. I was like, that'd be dope if we did this, like at some this kind of party or like cruising or something in this car with this song on and shit. You know what I mean? That's what I do with um I have my barber. He uh he likes to take like a lot of photos and stuff. And there'd be times I'd be like, hey man, let me shoot a video, like instead of just doing photos. And we'll just get a song that he likes or something, we'll just shoot like a dope video to it, you know? Yeah. And it's like it's because I feel like it's just like outside of like what I would normally do. And it's you got to pick what you want to do, you know? So right, right. Something- and then fucking something pops, it yeah. pops. And if it don't work, it don't work. Yeah. yeah. You can just have some dope content to post or something. So. Right. I so. mean, because like how hard, I mean, like that's what's good about it. Like you're not really, like you're already invested in the in the equipment. Yeah. So like all you're investing now is time. If it don't work out, then you, okay, you lost an hour or two of your time. Yeah. Which is really Yeah. And it, it, honestly like, that's just experience. I mean, and if you're in the barbershop, you're probably sitting there fucking doing nothing anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this experience, like like me doing all this stuff with him, like it's just showing me how I use my camera better. Right. You know, um, it's showing me how to like what works and what don't. Like what didn't I like about this video or what you know, what went wrong when I was trying to do this and it didn't come out that way. And I'm just learning from it, you know. How, how many how many hours do you think you're in? Because you ever heard about that ten thousand hour rule? They say, like, uh, to be a master or something, you have to do it for 10,000 hours. You ever heard of that? I don't forgot where that was. I, I think I've heard of it. I don't I don't know if I'm in 10,000, but, bro, I have a lot of hours. I bet. Like, a I lot. Mean, so, years-wise, how many years have you been doing it? So, I've only been doing it going on five years. So, 2017 to now, right? So, three. I mean, yeah, fucking. I mean, I know a lot of it's weekend stuff, but. The crazy part is not just shooting hours. Like, weddings are, like, typically, like, eight hours. So that's like accounting, I guess, eight hours. But like to to edit a full wedding would probably take me like a full day. Like if I were to sit down, it'd be like uh-huh. twenty hours. Just to edit? Mm-hmm. No shit, huh? That's like that's like going through all the images, taking them all off the camera, and then uploading them. And then that's what people don't see when they're yeah. fucking book weddings and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They want the video and shit. Yeah. And they want like a fucking discount or yeah. a fucking yeah. what do you mean fucking like well, yeah, I do the eight hours here, and then I'm doing fucking fifteen at home editing yeah. it too. You know, yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of hours, um, a lot of hours that people don't see, um, right? Because it could be a really simple picture, like you know, it could be a picture right here if I took it in that, and then he was just like, I don't want that can in it. And the thing is too, like as a normal, like I wouldn't notice what you're doing editing. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the eye for that. You know, and photographers know. So yeah. when you you see a little redness behind something or the tint's off. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, fuck, it looks good to me. And then you're yeah. like, fuck, no, that shit looks like shit. Now you're trying <laughs> to change like the color balance and stuff. Like you're just trying right. to, yeah, a lot of it goes into it. But then we get better as time comes. Cause I know like a lot of photographers will be like, oh, like all oh, this editing. And it's like, it's a lot of editing, but we get so good at it to a point like, it's just like anything. It's like anything else. Yeah, it's like anything. When you put seek time in, you get better and you get really good at it and it gets more efficient. So, Right. Um, but there's a lot of hours. I feel like I feel like I've gotten busier since I've quit. Yeah. So, yeah. It was you have more time now, too. That's huh? why everybody was telling me, like, man, if you would have quit before, I'm like, I was just scared to quit. Cause I'm coming from a job that, that pays really well. Right. And, and you've been there fucking forever. I've you got there, medical benefits. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you leave and like. First of all, like you that comfort zones out of there now, because now right. you you have to be the person who, you know, and then I, like I've been working there 12 years. I have to make the same amount there that I'm making photography and it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy, you know? Uh, yeah. So, um, it's just making that leap, like, you know, just making a jump. Dude. Mm-hmm. That's that can be some scary shit sometimes. Dude. I mean, I, I've been pondering on it for the last two years. Honestly, I, I think, um, cause my friend, he's my accountant and, um, he's like my best friend and he like a legit accountant, a, a legit accountant. And, um, he was telling me like, cool. Like if we stick to where you're at 2020, you can be, like, you can go full time. And then, you know, the pandemic shit happened. 
So I thought for sure that was just gonna like kill your business. Yeah, and be like we're gonna start all over. But now, like twenty twenty, I'm like was a better year than the year before. No shit. What what was the difference? Because I imagine people aren't having weddings, or were they still? So the crazy part was um, like, so we had those like two three months where we're I think everybody was just kind of like we can't go outside, can't go outside, and then um. Right after, I think, I want to say it was like around Mother's Day when I was, I know it, like, we came up with, everybody started doing those um, curbside photos. I don't know if you heard of them, but like, I was doing like quarantine photos. No shit. Where I was like promoting like, hey, for like, I was donating to certain places that needed stuff. And I was like, I'll do like curbside photos for $20, $10 will go to donations, $10 goes to me just for fun, like. Just to get out and shoot, it was like three months of not. So what shooting. do you do? Just pull in front in front of someone's house and take a picture yeah. of them outside. They'll get they'll get dressed up. They'll come outside. They'll set up like a little setup in front of their house, oh, and I'll shoot from the curb. And I have like a zoom lens, so you never make contact. You're right. well off within like twenty feet. And so I did when I put that out there. I didn't expect to get like a ton of people. And I got a ton of people. No like shit. A ton of people. I was people like, were just fucking at home bored. Dude. Exactly. And people were just like, "No, I want to. I want to document this time. Like we took quarantine oh, wow. photos. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we went through a pandemic. You know." That's so interesting. I got a ton of those people, which are now more clients. Like they all came back to me. Um, I did $25 Mother's Day sessions at home. So pretty much same thing. Mothers are like, let's get ready. Let's do something. I got a t- I think it was like 43 within a week. Jesus. I was shooting like three. After I remember work. that. I remember you booked it real quick when you yeah, posted that. I remember it that. was just like it like blew up fast. And the same thing now, all those people who were booking me came are coming back and they're referring people. And this is a lot of I'm talking about this is a lot of people. Networking, and so I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't even shooting at like my regular price, but it eventually towards the end of the year when everything kind of started getting better, like it was just like boom, fall photos were going crazy, right. Christmas photos were going crazy, like everything. People were booking me for the future, like. So I feel like just doing stuff like that like helped me boost everything. So. What are some do's and don'ts, dude, when you book a photographer? Like, what are, what are some of like your pet peeves and shit? Because I know I seen you posted some of those little funny videos you did and shit. That like, yeah. Um, do you mean like? As far as like somebody booking me or people like booking what is like some of the annoying shit as a photographer that you hear sometimes or oh okay um so I, I wouldn't say too much of annoying but there's some things so I, I get people who will like they'll book me and after we go through the whole thing right they're ready to put a deposit and everything else and they're like hey uh how do you edit and I'm like well first like I'm thinking like you see my work so I'm I'm hoping that you're thinking of something like that but they're like well I don't like the way my face is can you like make my cheeks smaller or what? Make, yeah. They're like really detailed on stuff. No, and I'm just like, <laughs> one, one thing that I've realized starting to go this far into phot- photography was that that kind of like, cause I'm a person who hates being in front of the camera. But now that I started my podcast, started being on camera, like I look what I look like. Right. I either, I either accept it or I don't. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't get mad about that, about that. But when they want to completely change their, the way they look, I'm just kind of like, I'd rather not do it. Right, right. Like to me, it's just it's not fucking nat- weird. Yeah, it's not natural. And I don't want to be photoshopping someone to look completely different because that's no, a lot of editing work. No, because then, too, you're putting your name on it. Exactly. So then you fucking make this chick's ass bigger or fucking <laughs> her cheeks fucking get rid yeah. of her double chin. Yeah. And then people are going to see it and be like, that bitch got rid of fucking edit her double chin. Right. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. And they're going to be like, who shot that fucking... Oh, yeah, I'm fucking my photographer. He mm-hmm. edited my fucking Edit. double gooseneck out of fucking... <laughs> fuck, you know, the fucking picture. And then they're gonna be like, oh, this motherfucker. Then, they, then it's like, once you lie, once someone catches you in a lie, mm-hmm. everything you say, they question. That's what it is. Dude. There was this one time I shot someone. It was actually during the quarantine photos, right? I shot it in the pic... Bro, the pictures came out beautiful. Like, it was beautiful. It was the girl and her daughter and stuff. And when I sent them to her, she was just like, oh, my God, I love them. But I look so thick. All right. And like, bro, like, like she wasn't a bad looking girl. She wasn't fat at all. Like she wasn't like some people and, are so and they were so with that shit, exactly. Dude. They're so like on um, what they want to look like. She sent me back all my photos photoshopped with her, her waist. She photoed them. She, she sent them to somebody and I'm done and had her waist slimmed up. Whoa. And I, I at that point, I was just like, oh, they look good. But I'm just like. Never again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, cause that, right. that that's mark nuts that, to me. Mark that client off the list. Yeah, like that's just that's crazy to me. Cause like you like, bro, I, I you could post those photos. I'm telling you, those photos were like, she has a cute little daughter, she's a good looking woman, and like it was it was just like, what the hell? Like, like you don't look bad, but you had and she it was like an exaggerated like Coke bottle type of you know what like I'm saying? Where you could tell it's not natural. Yeah, and and to me, um, I was talking to my wife, I was like, 
I wonder how her friends or people who know her feel like, like you don't look like that. Like that's not you. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's what I asked for. Like, what, and, are you, what are you doing? And it's literally only for Instagram. Oh, shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's because crazy, she, don't, huh? she wouldn't have posted it like normal. She wanted to post it with her body like super thinned out. And I'm just like, people are going like, to realize that's really not you. Unless you're just not seeing nobody in person. Dude, those Instagram ass models change the game. For sure. They think everybody needs to look like mm-hmm. that and shit. And just not everybody looks like that. And it's getting it's... into people's head that they want to look like that. Because they see it all fucking day. Yeah. You're on this motherfucker all, all day. And yeah. you just see it all fucking day, dude. And like, you could, like uh, they have this book, right? They came out with, um, I think it's called The Coddling of, Coddling of America. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how like teenage girls their suicide rates are going up because it's because of social media yeah because they because they all they see is filtered photos mm-hmm. and fucking ass models all day and they think they get the wrong it's like porn dude like i talked about this before like porn gives a uh unrealistic expectation of sex i see i've been seeing me or not memes but tiktok's been putting that like they're talking about how like if you watch porn that could ruin your sex life yeah because like you, you, when you're a teenager and you watched all this fucking weird ass porn and shit, dude, because it's all <laughs> fucking there, right on your phone. Yeah. And then you watch it. And then, like, when you go with a girl, I imagine you expect, like, fucking, you're supposed to last for 45 minutes and fucking <laughs> bend over four different ways and pretzel and shit. You know? Right, yeah. Like, that's not, no, man. You, you, most of the time, you're fucking done within three minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it gives a real unexpected realization yeah. of, um, yeah, expectation. Uh, expectation of sex, dude. And it's like that. Like, people, it's so weird that people are like that where they're mm-hmm. like, I want to be thinner. Like, come to the point where they even, uh, like, gets, honestly, dude, I'd rather you get plastic surgery. Yeah. Then, pho- then Photoshop your pictures because that's fucking weird. At least you're doing it to where everyone, so. Like, this is what if, I really look this like. This is what you really look like. I don't For care sure. if you have plastic surgery to look like that. Like, if you want to get a tummy tuck or your boobs done. But don't photo edit it. That's yeah. fucking even weirder. Yeah, that's 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 the reason. Like, that's one of the things that kind of irked me is because like, like I I edit off like if people are like sometimes it, it's tough. Girls have breakouts, guys have breakouts, and something like hey, like I just don't you know like it looks bad. I could do stuff like that because you still there's days you don't have breakouts. Right. Perfectly fine. You're not readjusting your jawline or nothing. Right. But when it's like hey, can you completely? I'm, I don't like my arms look too fat. Can you like slim them down? And it's like you're asking me to make your it's not, like you're not gonna look normal, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's proportionate. Yeah, especially if that's not what you look like in person. There's like this too, like when people get plastic surgery on their face. There's a name for it. It's called something's number. I forgot the name of it, but I heard of it before. It's like your face is proportioned a certain way. Mm-hmm. So like when people get nose jobs and shit, people uh, humans are like wired to recognize that because mm-hmm. that math is off on the way your face is proportioned. Yeah. Shit. Because you know it mean? grows a certain way. Right. Yeah. So then when you go get your lips done or your chin done and shit, like, I know this girl, dude. Oh, fuck. No, I can't. I can't put her on blast. I can't. <laughs> I'm really thinking about it, too. I'm really like, thinking about like, it. Let's tag her. I know. I'm fucking tag her. I mean. Yeah, no, nah, fine. I mean, fuck it. I nah, shouldn't even say too much, nah, dude. Don't do it. Because <laughs> I want to so bad. <laughs> um, but she's she had a lot of work done. And I don't mind body work. Yeah, cause you, cause I get it. Like you get older, things mm-hmm. start. That gravity starts kicking in. And shit. Sure. So a female wants to get fucking some body work done. You start fucking with your face though. Mm-hmm. That shit just looks off, dude. And uh, she got a lot of work done on her face, dude, like her neck and her nose, and and then you could just see it. Food. She looks like a, she only looked that same person. Yeah, and shit. it's like if people realize, like, and to me, it's always about the people who know you, right? Because. Cause that's who you see the most. Exactly. Like, and it's I don't like, know anybody on. Honestly, dude, I know. F- I see five people on my Instagram in real life all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean. Other than that, they're old school friends or fucking random people I don't even know really. And people who are doing all this crazy stuff to their face and body, it's like they're doing it just for people who see them online. You know what I'm saying? It's like because you're with your family every day, you're with whoever you are during holidays. They're gonna and, realize like you don't look like that. And aren't those the ones that you want to be happy? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're, you're really just doing it to show off to people who don't really care. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like people on Instagram really don't care. Right. Especially if they don't know you like that. If they just know you and follow you, they maybe they might support you or whatever, but they're not thinking about you 24 hours a day. They're not thinking about you on the holidays. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then most of the people just talk shit about what you did. Yeah. I mean, like me, I was just talking <laughs> shit about old girl. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, 
it's, I don't know. Yeah, it could be. It definitely could be something that just. But the, I mean, it's it's interesting to talk, see about like how that's changed. Like social media has changed that, mm-hmm. where people are so into what they look like and what, or not even that. Like <clears throat> people floss. Yeah. On, on Instagram mm-hmm. and shit. Like, for, like, calm down. But like, just relax. You... Like, nobody cares. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody fucking cares but you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I always tell my uh, my friend, he's from Texas. He's from here, but he moved to Texas, but he does music videos for a lot of people here in town. And, um, like, me and him are close. Like, we're close. Like, we used to, like, do music together, a bunch of stuff. And he would tell me how much they were paying him. And I was like, bro, like, how do you, do, how do you even sit in front of the camera and do that, knowing that they're on here throwing money on camera and then he's obviously came out like it's fake money i buy prop oh, money no shit. but they'll be on instagram like you know facing the, the dollars a certain way so you can't tell it's fake and i'm like oh. so they're like on, on a hella budget and they're like lowballing him really bad i'm like bro and but him he's a full-time he's full-time so it's like you gotta take what you gotta take but i'm just like how do you react to that when people do you, do you get fucking how many people go to you Let's say, like, you know, they have a consultation and you tell them, okay, this costs this much for this, this much for that. And then, like, do people actually fucking ask you, like, well, can you do it for this much? Mm-hmm. Do people sure. really do? For sure. That's um, fucking fucked up, dude. The, the way I see it, because before, I, I don't know, I feel like I've always seen it differently. Because I, I know, like, a lot of photographers, that's one thing they go on social media and bash people about. About how Love people. Yeah. And it, it's a thing. But, like, um, like I told a photographer that I, I interviewed. I think sometimes people just can't afford it. You know, if they can't afford it, like they might have thought you were a certain price and just like, that's just out of my budget. Right. And, and it's well, acceptable. That, that's, that's, a, that's understandable. Exactly. That's know? acceptable. Yeah. I feel like, like if you, if you like somebody's work, you loved it and maybe you thought like, okay, I could probably afford it and you can't, that's not like a knock on them. Yeah. So yeah, not yeah. really a knock because they're, they're just like, you know, I really loved your work, but I just, at the time I can't afford it, you know, or yeah. I have other things I have to pay for. And then photo shoots are really expensive. Yeah, especially like a wedding. You were paying for a wedding too, so you're talking fucking food, dresses, tuxedos, exactly. everything else already on so top when you, of everything. When you really think, like when people are booking you, they're booking a lot of other people mm-hmm. on any shoot. You can think of a family shoot, a maternity shoot, whatever kind of shoot they got going. Like man, they like girls. They have to get their hair done. They're probably they're probably doing their nails. They're probably getting their makeup done. They gotta buy an outfit. Plus, if you have kids, you're probably buying your kids' outfits. No shit. Like we just did a family photo shoot and we spent like seven hundred dollars on just our just us gonna be ready for the photo shoot. Oh, Not shit. including what we paid the photographer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so we were just kinda like it, and we even thought about them right then and there too. Like, damn, like people are putting a lot of money for these photos. And that's just a family photo shoot. That's, that's not even a, fucking wedding. Exactly. You know so I mean? when you go to weddings, like you makeup girls, everybody hair. seems like they're on a budget because not only are you just like trying to pay for a photographer, but like, um, do you have a videographer? Or do you know do you know a DJ who's like, you know, kind of in this budget? Or do you, because like, I mean, not everybody's made of money and you're trying to make a and weddings average between fifteen thousand dollars to like twenty. That's crazy. After everything's paid for. Um, nowadays. I don't know how it was before, but nowadays, like you're averaging about fifteen to twenty thousand, maybe more. What do, what do you is it now that I'm older, dude, I look back and I'm like, I should have had a fucking small backyard wedding. A lot of people think there's actually a lot of people doing that. Yeah, because I mean, mm-hmm. you think about it, dude. Most of the people that went to the wedding, I don't really see anymore anyway. Yeah, like I should have had it like just family, a couple of cousins, and fucking that's it. A lot of like, people, the people I'm close to, that's it. Yeah, know? for sure. That's what a lot of people are just starting to like like 50 people wedding. And right. It's literally the people you like you're in touch with. Right. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Talk to you all the time. And you're probably for sure like they're never gonna go away. Um, because right. when you have a, a full blown wedding for like 250 people, you're literally just throwing a party for everybody. Yeah. Because like really the whole day you're just stressed out. Yeah. But you're stressed I mean, out trying to make sure everything's going perfect for this party that you're throwing. So really you don't get to enjoy it. Right. That's why I always tell my brides like, look, you guys need to enjoy it. Find someone to delegate your work. Make sure everything is done. Make sure the... everything that you want specifically done, they get done. Because if not, you're, you're doing you're doing it, and it's showing up in your pictures. Right. You're looking stressed. You're looking. Oh, that's a good point, dude. And it's like that's they, a good point. I didn't even think about that shit. They don't understand it because, like, I've had a lot of brides like that where they're running everything. So it's like when you're supposed to be partying with your husband, you're actually, what's going on with the food? What's going on with the drinks? Why are they serving this when we only want this? And all done? the pictures are like she's just looking like in a rush. She's looking like. So I tell them like delegate somebody or get a coordinator. Yeah. If not, you're gonna look like that in the pictures for sure. Right. So, especially if you can't hold your emotions, you know, some people are like, I can't, I can't fake it. You know, I can't fake a smile. 
So you'll look like you're mad. You'll yeah, because like you can't. Like, there's a thing where people can tell when you fake smiles mm-hmm, and shit. For sure. Yeah, the natural smiles and fake smiles. I'm yeah. sure you know that shit. Yeah. Being a photographer. Definitely. Because it's hard to, like, fucking try to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold a smile through a whole hour session. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look like the Mexican kid from fucking Nacho Libre and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all natural shit, dude. No, for sure. Um, That's a trip, man. Um. You, that's one thing in my pet peeves is like, like Tony posted something the other day where he was like, if you ask a family friend for a discount, mm-hmm. like you're fucked up. You know uh, what I mean? Because that's the oh, way okay, I, see. I see. So like, you're my cousin. If I went to you like, hey, like I've actually, you done photo yeah. shoots for mm-hmm. me, but I don't ask for a discount, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, you always just like. I'm always like, okay, let's just do it and let yeah. me know how much it costs and yeah. fucking whatever. We work that out. Um, Like, so my, uh, one of our cousins, Joe, he started a detail business. Mm-hmm. And then I had him come watch my rig for me. He goes, oh, you know, it's it's like this much. But for you, I'll do like 20 bucks less. I'm like, why, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand we're family, but I'm a fucking paying you. Like, you don't ask me for discount. I ain't yeah. fucking giving you one. I know, I know your family. I'll help you. Yeah. If you need some money, you need to eat. I'll help you out. Yeah. But don't come to me asking my business for a discount, dude. Like, yeah. if anything, you should be fucking putting Supporting. them on blast more. Yeah. Using them more, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why I, I always try to do at least, dude. Like, it's that's like when it comes to that family thing, and or even friends are like, Hey, dude, can you do this for me? Look at them. Like, I get it, dude. Like, not everybody has the money, but at yeah. the same time, let me, if I want to help you out, let me come to you and help you for sure. Like, if you wanted a cousin's, well, like, like you do me, you know what I mean? We did family photos, you're like, Nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, so yeah. don't. But it's not asked. Yeah. It's not expected. From exactly. You're not coming. Like, you're coming over there with money. And I'm just like, hey, like. Don, don't, don't worry trip. about it. Yeah, yeah, next trip. time or something. Yeah. Um, no, that's that's a thing. Because I've always been that way with, like, family and friends. Especially people who, like, allowed me to take pictures of them when I was starting. Like, you, like, you and your family let me take pictures when I first, first started. Right, right. And I always tell my wife this, like, look, like, when people, like, the people who helped me in the beginning. Like, I couldn't be here without right. the people who let me take pictures of them, right. you know. So, like. I always tell her, like, whoever that was there that allowed me to take pictures, like, they forever either get free or discounted pictures right. to me, you right. know? Because you remember who was there for you when you For sure. Because it was hard. It was hard to find people who were, like, literally, like, would let me take pictures. So I tell her that. And then, like, now she was just, like, how? Because like, there's still a lot of people who come back to me who've been coming to me since I started, like, the first few months. And I'm just, like, it's been about four or five years. And, like, we're pretty good. And I'm, like, all I told her was, like, now that I'm about to quit my, because this is, like, around the time I was about to quit my job. Like, I knew, like, for sure this is going to be the time. I'm, like, I'm just hoping they, like, help back now. Like, I hope right. they realize now, like, okay, there's no second job for me. There's nothing else. It's a business. Yeah. Man. So like, now it's, like, like really, this is the way I eat. This like, is the way I pay our bills. Right. So it would be more, like, I know, I th- I'm pretty sure, because most most people, like, that I do do that for, they don't try to get discounts. Right. They they usually try to pay me, and right. I just I either give them like a really low price or something because I I want to hook them up because I feel like they help me. Yeah, you try to give it back a little bit. So now like I'm like, well, now I'll still give them like a discount. It won't probably be the same as before, yeah. but only because like like this is my only job now. Right, you right. Know? You don't have that fucking. And I hope they understand. Yeah, and I hope they understand that. You know, I hope they don't be like, wow, he's just gonna start. You know, but I don't think I have anybody like that. Right. So <clears throat> that's interesting, dude. Yeah, dude, I seen Tony post that and I started thinking about that. Like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't, like, you're supposed to support businesses more mm-hmm. and not fucking ask for. Di- and then look, if if I feel like you're too expensive for me, I just won't use you, dude. Like, yeah. honestly, that's yeah. what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you to go down on your price. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm going to afford what I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if services like that come up, you know what I mean? For sure. Um, I had a question. What's up? How'd you guys start the podcast? How'd you get into it? I think you said yeah. Well, when did you guys start it? Uh, we I think it's been uh almost two years now. <clears throat> I thought about starting one before, right? Yeah. Uh, cause I was really into. I'm a truck driver. All I do is fucking oh, sit yeah. and drive and listen. Music, dude. And pod, I burn yeah. through books like fucking crazy. I just listen to podcasts all the time. So, I, but I didn't. I don't want to do one by myself. I didn't know. It's hard. I can't talk by myself. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and forth mm-hmm. with people. And it was fucking Tony. Hit me up one day. He just messaged me. And because I know Tony, we worked in the oil fields together for years. Yeah. We went into a couple fights together, like UFC fights and shit. Um, and uh so he's a good friend of mine. And he had messaged me one day, he's like, Hey dude, you want to start a podcast? And I was already been thinking, I was yeah. I was already thinking of it for like a year. But I just didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Right. Cause there's a lot of times people talk about like you have to be specialized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is good because that does make sense to be specialized because 
um, you can't just fucking talk about random shit forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to do it. But Tony hit me up. You want to do one? I said, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then we just started running it, dude. That's you know dope. what I mean? And then his buddy uh, was at Beacon. So we, we started over there with Beacon. And then they just got a little too busy for us. And then we came over here with Matt, man. So That's dope. It's it's it's. It's a hobby for us. I don't I don't know what expectations we have for it, but yeah. for right now we're just doing it. Yeah. See what happens. And that's the thing is the consistency. You just gotta be on top of it and do it every week, dude. For sure. It's like anything else. Yeah. You don't not show up for work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You go to work. I mean, yeah, you're getting paid at least for work, but yeah. eventually uh, something's gonna catch on, right? Yeah, and that's that bro, I'm having a hard time with the it's just consistency thing with my podcast. All right. Because like you guys, Matt, when we started, we've been going so many different directions. And I think I've been, I, I think I'm like that with everything though. I feel like I just try to, like I start something and I, I don't like, I don't be like, okay, this is the perfect way I'm going to do it. I'm just like, let's just start it. Right. I've always seen, I think I heard somebody say like, you can't get ahead unless you get started. Right. You and can't like, walk a mile unless you take a step. For sure. And it's like, I realize that like, the more I do something, even if I'm not perfecting it, if I'm not good at it, whatever, like I get better. And eventually I find like a certain direction I want to go. Right. And then usually it <clears> sticks, you know? Yeah, and it's okay to fail. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like it's it's okay to try. Like as long as you keep trying, that's the way I think about it. You know, that's, that's what's anything, dude. That's one of the biggest things I think people won't do stuff. First is like people don't like to get criticized, and we live in an era of social media. Whatever you post, like people, even if they don't hate, fucking the hate comes down. Yeah, and shit, it don't matter. Dude. Like I always post like the people who make like little comments, like um, oh, how's your little business going? How's that little thing side job you're doing? And you could kind of feel like, uh, like that's a little bit of a shade. Some people don't mean it that way, but I, I like. I think if you know the person and you know the way they're coming at you, like you probably kind of know. You you know that shade's coming. Like, yeah, you know. You know it's uh in the intent of a comment yeah, from certain sure. people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing on people not wanting to start anything. And we live in a, a time right now that, like, bro, like social media gives you so much opportunity. It, right. It's because I feel like with the social media, there's two things. Like one is it could be really bad, right? Because look at all the negative stuff is doing. But if you're not like just letting that so like suck you in, and you can get something from it, like bro, there's so many people starting businesses, starting things that you could like use this platform for, like like me, like it's crazy that social media allowed me to get out of a job that I've been at for 12 years. Yeah, and I didn't let it just suck me into like just content. You know, yeah, dude, that's it's crazy how the social media could change the game. For sure. Like, uh, I had a my my tattoo guy, he's an old friend from high school, right? And the last time I seen him. He was like, he never got on social media, dude. No Facebook page, mm-hmm. no Instagram, nothing, dude. And then all of a sudden, he started Instagram, just a page for the tattoo shop. He said he fucking blew up like 300% mm-hmm. of fucking clients, dude, just from the Instagram and shit, dude. You know Bro, what I mean? Like, there's so much opportunity on, on social media. And when people can get that out of their head, like, social media is not everything. Right. It's understandable. It's not. Because right. honestly, it can get to you. Well, there's times where I go into like a wormhole of like, being on TikTok for like two hours, just like, like, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck am I doing? I've been Fuck watching it. videos for nothing. Like, dude, I do that all the time, dude. I fucking all of a sudden, dude, I'm watching Indian guys fucking build mansions out of fucking hole in the dirt. You know what I mean? For yeah. like two fucking hours, and I'm like, what? Is, and then you realize you like, snap out. Yeah. yeah, you get out of that fucking vibe, and you're like, what am I doing yeah, here? Man. Why am I watching these fucking Indian guys dig holes in the ground and fucking make mansions and shit? <laughs> Out of dirt, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that and that could really happen, bro. Like, there's there's times where you just get sucked into like just stuff you're watching. It yeah. could be like TV. It's like TV back in the day. Like some people, are like you're sitting here just watching TV oh, all yeah. day. It's like radio. It's like anything. Yeah. But it's if if you can use it correctly and use the leverage of like, I can use this to my advantage. There's so much opportunity. Right. Like so much opportunity right now. That I think that it, it's. I probably think that we don't even know. Right. You know? The potential. Of it. Mm-hmm. So what's next? What's the goals? What's what's shot by day media the future? What do you what do you have envisioned for your for you uh, and your company? I'm gonna put it out there because I've been thinking about this and I like, uh-huh. I honestly don't you even put know. It into the universe. Yeah, of- I don't even know if it's gonna happen because I don't know how the fuck it'll start. But I wanted to start a, a coffee and creatives. Coffee and creatives. Yeah, actually, I had to hit up Matt because he'll have to be part of that. <laughs> but like eventually, like the studio, like this, I want to make it into a bigger studio, but with like coffee and friends. A lot of creatives go to coffee shops, local coffee shops, and stuff uh-huh. like that to edit. To, to go and have meetings with clients and to do a bunch of stuff. And um, I talked to my sister because she has, she does like the baking and stuff. All right. And she could like, she could do coffee. She could do like pastries. So I was thinking like having like a coffee and creatives where like you have a front. Yeah. You have like a front part that's just like coffee, whatever you want, you know. And then in the back is like a studio and stuff like that where you can go and create, you know. Um, that was just kind of an idea so far. 
So I don't know where I'm going to go with it, but um, it's probably not a goal, but that's probably something that like it's on my, my radar. Another, another thing to add to the list. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, definitely a goal. Um, I think now that outside of like leaving my job, um, the reason I started shot by Dame media could before it was just like shot by Dame. Um, I want to start outsourcing some of the work. Okay. I feel like I have to turn down a lot of work cause I don't have enough. I don't have enough time. I'm always booked on certain days and stuff like that, but I feel like I can create a, a, a talented group of like photographers and videographers to a point where like when somebody comes to me and like, Hey, um, are you booked for a wedding? I could, it's not going to be just me. No, it's not gonna be just shot by Damien. It's not gonna be just Damien. It's like, we are available right. instead of I'm available. And um, I want to an actual exactly. employees and for sure. creatives under you and stuff. Definitely. And they yeah. don't have to be under me. I, like I was telling um, one of my friends, like, Hey, like if you could just, if I could outsource the work to you, you could be your own man. It's just coming from my company. Exactly. It's just coming from my company. It's just uh, showing people that I have people available to do work. Um, So I do want to become more of a company than just a person. Um, So that's definitely next. Right. Any more kids? Yeah, eventually. Yeah? Yeah. We talked about about after pandemic kind of thing. We just didn't want to deal with the whole. Because when we talked about it, it was like, nobody can go in the hospital type of thing. And. So we're like, look, we need to, we need to wait till this stuff passes over. I would say do it young, dude. That's what I always just say. Get it over with, do it yeah. young. And then now that I fucked up and started all over again, <laughs> I'm like, I it's different, dude. Yeah. When I was a young parent, because I had my first kid at 22, okay. 23, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And you're still a kid. Yeah, I'm still a kid myself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to raise. But now when you're older, dude, it's much more, you appreciate it more. You take the time more, you realize it, they, and then they go fucking 10 times faster than, than yeah. they did before, dude. So wait a little bit. That's cool. You know yeah, I mean? my, my son just turned three, so we're like, it's about time. Yeah. So, you don't want two in Pampers, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's a good rule right there. So, fucking no two in Pampers, yeah. dude. That's too much. Now you got two of them. Pampers, <laughs> formula, all kinds. Man, this shit. <laughs> fucking kids two, are expensive. A million dollars worth that's of That's what I hope. This fucker better get a good job and fucking take care of me when I'm old and <laughs> shit, dude. Hey, cuz, thanks for coming in. Thanks yeah, for filling in for Tony I appreciate today. you having me here. Yeah. Uh, so go check out where everybody checked your social out. Check you out. For sure. Uh, shot by Dame. Um, they can look at me at, at shot underscore by underscore Dame or shot by Dame Media or shot by Dame Podcast. I'm everywhere. So. Holla at your boy. Okay. All I right, appreciate man. it. Hey, everybody, go donate blood. Houch and Blood Bank. They're oh, still to give giveaways sure. and for shit. Sure. So uh, go out there and, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate the love. Thanks, cousin. Yep. Let's see. What do you want to go out to? Anything? Uh, Scat by Tory Lanez. Okay. Let me find it real quick. There we go. Simple ass podcast. Thank you guys. Yeah, okay, wrist so wet, I might drown. Bitch, don't talk, you going out town. I done made six half for the whole week. Plug, wanna play, then I'm going on T. I done made four, five, yeah, seven, that's just no block. I'm hopping that scat and I'm bending your block. Nigga, want scrap, well, let it go rock. My little nigga got it, I bet he gon' pop. I can make ten off face, no feeling six, got like.